Hey everybody, before we get into this week's show, I wanted to jump on here and remind you of a few things. So first, our trail camera giveaway. There's still time to enter that giveaway. I'm going to put a link to that giveaway in the show notes, and you can also find it on either our Facebook or Instagram page. Basically, when you click the link, it's going to take you to a page, and it's going to ask you to visit our Facebook page. While you're there, we're hoping that you'll like and follow the page. It's going to ask you to follow us on Instagram. It's going to ask you to sign up for our email newsletter. And then the big one, the one that you get the most entries in the giveaway for, is sharing it with two friends. That's the big reason we're doing the giveaway is to grow the Ohio Huntsman community. So sharing it is important. So if you would, share the giveaway with your buddies, and that way it'll help get the word out about Ohio Huntsman and and help grow the community and and we can have better conversations and things on the podcast and on the Facebook and Instagram pages. The other thing is our shirts. So we've got the Eat Local shirts. You can order those on Amazon. I'm going to put a link to the shirts in the show notes. We've got t-shirts, we've got long sleeve shirts, and we've also got hoodies now. So the t-shirts come not only in men's, but they also come in women's sizes as well as kids' sizes. So you can outfit the whole family, and those shirts help support the show. So it helps us, and you get a pretty sweet shirt out of it, out of the deal. So I'd appreciate it if you would at least check them out, see if you like them, and uh, consider ordering one. And then lastly, this show isn't our normal kind of topic-based discussion. This is more or less ramblings from Deer Camp. We recorded this during Gun Week. And if it's a little uh, rambling and, and sort of wandering, it was 10.30 at night, I think, when we started recording this after, you know, hunting from sunup to sundown, dragging deer, processing deer. So we were all pretty exhausted by this point, but we wanted to get on the mics and, and record something for you guys while we were down at deer camp. So without further ado, here's this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. We are again in our mobile recording studio, a.k.a. Jacob's Truck. So if you hear some background noise or the audio is a little different than it normally is, that's why. So, basically, we've got our normal hosts here, Jason, Jacob, and Jeff. And then we've also got my brother-in-law, Adam... And we're just going to kind of talk about deer camp this week. It's Tuesday of gun season, how things have been going, what kind of action we've been getting into, and just give you guys updates, I guess. So, like I said, it's Tuesday night. It's, uh, is that clock right? Is it 11 o'clock? Not quite. It's not quite 11 o'clock. It's 10.30, Tuesday night, and, uh... We just got done taking care of a bunch of deer that we... Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler, we got into some deer. So, I guess Monday, I think most of the state was kind of uh, rainy and wet. I know, Jeff, you hunted up north and then came down here Monday night. Yep. Uh, Medina, Wayne area. And uh, it was rainy and cold all day. Yeah. Same down here. Rainy, windy, cold. Kind of miserable. So I, as you, as you guys may have seen 
online. I shot a buck opening day. And I'm trying to think. I guess it doesn't matter what time that was. Right before lunch. Before lunch sometime. So that was... Was there another one? I can, I, yeah. Like I said, it's late. <laughs> We've been working uh, our butts off. We're kind of yeah, frazzled my, here. So. I shot my buck Monday evening. Monday evening, yeah. Monday so evening, I shot my buck. So Jacob shot a buck Monday. I shot a buck Monday. And that was our Monday. So then Tuesday, we started today, this morning, we started doing drives around here. So we're in southern Ohio, hill country down here, and, you know, deer camp has always been about kind of the camaraderie with guys, and so it's a good way to get the guys together and everybody works together, and we all get deer, and we all go home with deer. So we started the morning out <clears throat> doing drives and had a pretty successful day. I think, you know, Adam here, he's... New this first time ever doing a drive, right? This morning was your first one, and correct, yeah. We uh, we did five of them today, or something like that. Yeah, yeah five, five drives. I know you guys were looking at your your step counters, and I think Dad's phone told him he did eighty flights of steps today, and mine said fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Somewhere in between thirteen and twenty thousand steps, I think. Yeah. People's stuff was reading. Good exercise. So we got some, we put some miles on today, wore in the boot leather, and uh, had a lot of fun. We had a lot of success today. What you guys haven't seen yet is Adam shot a big giant buck today on one of our drives, which was cool. <clears throat> that was biggest deer you shot? Yes, for sure. Yeah. So. That was a nice one. Yeah, big A point. So I guess, because you've done some hunting before. <clears throat> yeah, only by tree stand. Yeah. So I guess any any first impressions, any thoughts on deer drives in general? Like them, hate them? Love them. <laughs> <laughs> Not my, my you know, I'm going to be sore tomorrow from walking. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's, it's uh, instead of sitting there in a tree stand, you're moving constantly, um, unless you're a stander, of course. But yeah. That was the other part of it was standing versus driving. You're either sweating or a little hot or you're cold. Yeah. Um, so dressing and undressing for certain roles in the drives. But overall, I had a really good time. It was, it was exciting. It filled our whole day. Good. Yeah, so I guess that drive, that was our most successful drive. <clears throat> we, uh, I drove on, I was a pusher on that one. And I was, as I was walking through us, you know, because we got some snow down here, and I was seeing all these fresh tracks, the deer we were bumping around, <clears throat> and actually thinking we were screwing up because it was looking like those tracks would follow the hillside kind of toward the standers for a while, and then they would peel off and either go up and over or down and out. And I was actually thinking we had messed this up. We were taking too big of a bite, and we weren't going to sea deer and right as i was thinking that is when a lot of shooting started happening and so it was a successful drive we uh jake you got a deer on that one and adam got a deer on that one and saw a bunch more yeah so then we did another drive after that one and got one more so that was just a short little one 
but uh yeah it was good it was a good day we uh anything else we saw in it not a lot of hunters down here this year no yeah it's definitely we had the woods to ourselves which is kind of nice so i think that's part of why we were so successful on the drives down here because normally beginning of gun week we run into a lot of other hunters which isn't a bad thing necessarily we just all have to kind of especially when we're doing drives we all have to kind of avoid each other so we're not walking into you know for safety reasons not walking in on each other Um, but this year there's not many trucks not much orange uh, which was beneficial for us because there was a lot of untouched woods that we got to be the first boots in by untouched i mean untouched for gun week it's obviously been hunted previously but so that the deer hadn't been educated so to speak this year kind of what's going on yeah some of it's national forest some of it's private and uh up in northeast ohio where i was monday there wasn't a whole lot of hunters i mean there was a few trucks parked in fields but the number of shots was low there was very few shots that i heard i mean granted the weather was really nasty but wasn't a whole lot of people out yeah monday was a pretty miserable weather day that's for sure I don't know what the weather's supposed to do the rest of the week, but I know tomorrow morning down here is supposed to be pretty cold. Cold, yeah. We just looked up on top of the hill where we get some cell service and calling still for like low 20s in the morning. So Tomorrow will be the last day for gun, well, I don't know, Jeff, do you have plans to hunt more gun week? I'll hunt the weekend. Back up home? Yeah. Yeah. But for the rest of us, I think it's probably the end of our gun season tomorrow <clears throat> we'll head out lunchtime or i don't know jeff you staying down here all day i might i might stay down till till dark we'll see we'll see how the morning goes you yeah know? yeah so what else what else do we uh, want to talk about what else any camp stories we want to tell any camp stories that are appropriate, appropriate. to tell <laughs> got a guy down here named Jim that'll teach you everything you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> everything you need to know and everything he thinks you need to know. Uh, he's one of our... There's some things you don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's one of our local uh, local guys that we've met over the years down here. He's a real good guy, but yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> he helps take care of the cabin and stuff, and yeah. so... So, and let's... He's got some property that... His family has some property that we're allowed to hunt. That's some of the private that we're allowed to go on. So, but yeah, it's uh, a couple guys down here that let us hunt their place. So that's nice. We eat good down here. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other stories. Eat good, sleep good, because we work hard. Yeah, I got all sick Sunday night. Oh, that I was a story. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to hunt opening day. Yeah, you were all. Tore we up. drove down here and. I started feeling kind of crummy and ended up throwing up Sunday night and kind of, I don't know, blacking out. I woke up on the front porch out here and didn't, wasn't sure how I got there. And I don't know if it was migraine or something, but... This was not alcohol-induced. No, no, yeah, no. Kind of sounds that way, but it was not. Yeah, no. So I don't know. We'll see what that shakes out to be. I think uh, I think the wife made a doctor's appointment for me, so... <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. 
we'll get it figured out. Yeah, that's good. That's kind of scary. Yeah, it was. It was kind of scary. It was definitely out of character for you, and it was uh, had everyone on edge to start the week off. But yeah, you slept it off. No harm, no foul. Yep. So no worse for wear. I don't know if we have any other. Uh, and I shot a deer in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have any other uh, specific camp stories. They all kind of blend together. Oh. Uh, that's a story. That's a story, I guess, yeah. Adam um, just pointed to Jacob's forehead. Yeah. For those of you that can't see, that aren't watching this. <laughs> right. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to call you out on it. I, I, uh, I got, story. got a little bit of a scope bite. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of it. I had a... Split his forehead open pretty yeah, good. Split it pretty good. It was uh, dripping blood pretty good. Newer gun. My, It's a forty five seventy. Uh, it's newer. First season I've used it. Just had my head too close to the scope. Uh, it was deer. The way I was standing where the deer were coming in, they were popping their head up over the hill, and they'd see me. So I had to... It happened to me once, and two deer saw me and took off, and I'd had no shot. So when I heard another one coming in, I shot very quickly so it, I could shoot it before it saw me. And doing it all very fast, I had my head too close to the scope and cracked myself pretty good between the eyes. So live and learn, I guess. Yeah, that was a quick shot, not due to inexperience, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah that scope has a long eye relief, but... Jake, you were saying like you get a full sight picture from yeah, I can get you a know full like sight picture half from, an inch away right, to all the way to like four inches away. Yeah. So I just you know sometimes when you get too close you lose your sight picture and that's kind of your indicator. But I had a full picture because I, I played around with it afterwards trying to figure out how exactly I did it and I was just I can get a full sight picture from like you said like a half inch all the way out to four inches. Yeah. So just all happened fast. That's. Part of the fun of deer drives, it all happens fast. Sometimes so. it definitely does. I walked up to you and was like, what did you do to your forehead? <laughs> yeah, I cracked it pretty good. I was, and I didn't have any, you know, we're doing drives, so I didn't have my pack or any really extra stuff. I just had a knife to gut deer and snow, tags and snow. So I uh, was packing snow on it, trying to get it to stop dripping. While I'm also still trying to participate in the drive, I was a stander, so I was trying to keep my wits about me to see if deer were coming, more deer, but I was also trying to... Keep the blood out of your keep eyes. Keep the blood out of my eyes, yeah, because <laughs> it was running off my nose. That's one thing about drives, though. For instance, when I shot mine right before Jake shot his, I was just beginning to gut it and, and that, and then I hear shots going off in the distance, which ended up being Jake shooting his, but... So I immediately pick up my gun to get ready, which I'm not used to that either. Once yeah. you shoot one for me, it's you go clean it. And get right. It. I wasn't ready for anything, and uh, so I had to get ready again for yeah. more deer to come that I thought were coming anyway. So it's a pretty quick, it's a quick thing when they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Lots of fun. Like we've said on previous podcasts, it's not for everyone. There's some people that. I don't know, don't like deer drives or have never done deer drives. I don't even know what deer drives really are. We tried to talk about that in a previous podcast, but it's just, it's a cultural thing down here. That's how you hunt down here. Uh, the majority of the guys that live down here, that's how they've always hunted. They were raised that way. So for us, 
it almost would be insulting for us to come down here and not hunt that way with them. Yeah. Um, you know, they keep an eye on our place. We're good friends with a lot of them. And that's just how you hunt deer. Well, like I said, it's that's, a... that's the way we, we like to hunt deer, you know. Right. Yeah. Plus, we it's like, a lot of fun. We like to try all, you know. I mean, still hunting from a stand is fun as well, but, you know, deer drives is also fun. When you have the acreage you have down here, it's a lot more successful. You can yeah. cover a lot of ground. Yeah, and you got a group of guys, and like I said, everybody pitches in, and everybody goes home with deer meat. And right. That's the have... nice part is you don't have to worry about, when you come down to deer camp down here, you don't have to worry about leaving empty-handed and yeah. everyone else getting deer. You know, it's just the way we hunt. We work together. We... Uh, we share our, our harvest with everyone that's down here. Yeah. No one that leaves without deer unless they choose not to take deer. But, I mean, everyone gets shots at deer. They may be long shots. They may be tough shots. They may not hit deer. <laughs> but you're at least going to see deer the majority of the time because we get them up and moving. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and nothing's more frustrating than, you know, spending a full day in the woods and not seeing anything. So. Yeah. That's kind of another benefit of a deer drive is typically, you know, a day of deer driving, you're at least going to see a deer. Yeah. You know, whether you have a shot at it is a different story, but you're at least going to see deer. Where a day in a stand, sometimes the deer aren't around and you just don't see them. Yep. I know that makes for long days. Yeah. Especially when it's rainy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I took my, my wife hunting Monday in the rain and cold and wind, and we didn't see a deer all day, and it was definitely not an enjoyable experience for either one of us. <laughs> it was, she's, she's hooked for life. She's new, yeah, yeah, she's new to hunting, and uh, that was a, a new side of hunting for her. First time really gun hunting, and... Uh, First time ever hunting in really bad weather, so it was definitely a new experience for her. Yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. We, uh, a little bit of snow helps, too, with with seeing deer, right? You can see them from a long way. We saw those. If there wasn't a little bit of snow, those two this morning, Adam, that we saw in that on that very first drive, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if we would have even been able to see them. Yeah, you can definitely like, see the dark versus the white under. Yeah, when you put them on a white background, it they pop really nicely and plus it I'm, helps dragging your deer out. I was gonna say, yeah. it makes for a, a good lot. deer drag too. Yeah, yeah, a little coating of snow helps with dragging deer. That's for sure. It helps with blood trails. Yeah, you know the one deer, it it didn't really bleed much, and without the snow on the ground, it would have been hard to track. Yeah, there really wasn't. You know, I mean, yeah, it was just yeah. little and speckles was, of blood. It was a good shot. Yeah. I. That was a weird one. Yeah, yeah. I think it just, you know, it, it was double lung, and maybe the, the lungs just filled up with the blood before it, you know, spilled. Yeah. Like so, you were saying, that one. Was that the last one? Yeah. yeah. It might have been a little high lung, so maybe it filled up and didn't pour out. I mean, it was a good shot, but. I think it might. That's the only thing I could think is that it was a higher lung, but I don't know. It didn't go real far, but you know, it was like there's just not a lot of blood. Like you said, like yeah. if it was on 
leaves, I, you know, it'd have been a. We might have looked around and said, oh, "I must have missed it," you know, because yeah. but with that snow, you could see the the little red specks. But but we found it, so that was all good. Didn't go real far, but it was far enough away from where the shot was that if you didn't, you know, if you it didn't see itself, any blood. Yeah, and it got itself down in a creek bottom, so, yeah. and, you know, unless you were right up on it, you couldn't see it. Right. Any other, uh, did we see any other critters in the woods today? I mean, saw I an know. owl. That was you did? cool. Yeah. Yeah. You saw you saw turkeys. Oh, I that's right. I did see turkeys. Oh, yeah, I, they walked right up to you in orange. Yeah. Get this. Opening day, rainy, and so, the you know, you can walk around pretty quietly on the wet leaves. I had like six turkeys walk by within bow range, and I'm standing there in blaze orange. I'm on the ground. That was a good advertisement for the camo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did... Like, I did hear one of them kind of putt as they, like, I think kind of saw me there. But they didn't, they weren't really spooked. They just kind of started feeding down the hill away from me versus continuing across the hill out in front of me. And it was, yeah, I don't know. They were not super concerned about me being there and that they had walked right up to me because it was like this thick brush stuff and then all of a sudden they popped out and they're like 20 yards from me and they they had to have seen me yeah did you guys see many squirrels today no not really not a ton no. i saw far fewer squirrels than i normally see i had one try to climb my leg yesterday i didn't hear that story well it's not really a whole not much of a story the squirrel just I think he wanted to climb the tree I was standing on, and he got pretty close without, I wasn't moving, and he was pretty close. It was close enough to where I purposely moved so that he would see me, because he was going to be coming up my leg pretty quick. But I was, I have a Then sim- he just was barking at me for a while, and went on his merry went way. Went on his way. Yeah. I have a similar story. I was bow hunting once standing you know from the ground and i was standing next to a tree where where i had a branch that came down and connected to the main trunk of the tree like right by my head and i had this squirrel he was you know he's working around in the trees and he ended up on that branch and he's working his way down this down this branch toward my head and I think, oh, that's that's pretty cool, you know. And then he gets closer, and I'm getting a little nervous, like getting awfully close to my head. And just then, as I I had been paying attention to this squirrel for the past ten minutes or whatever, just then as I moved to kind of the same thing, like, hey, you know, you don't really want to climb on my head, or at least I don't want you to climb on my head. I happened to look over, and there was a doe standing there, like, she's right there, you know, I don't know, maybe 20 yards, probably not even 20 yards, but she had walked around the edge of this path where I was while I was fooling around with this squirrel, and 
scroll did not jump on my head, but I, I think I missed it because that deer was staring at me at that point. It was the, the gig was up, but, uh, I think that squirrel caused me to miss that deer. Cause I, you know, I didn't, I never even had a shot opportunity at that point, but all right. I don't think I saw any other critters today. Driving up and down the roads at night to make phone calls, I saw a possum and raccoon, but one of the guys that was driving with us uh, ran into someone who was claiming that private or that uh, public land was his private property, which you'll have that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will try to convince you that this public property is their property and you're trespassing. And so that's where, you know, an app like Onyx Maps or something like that comes in handy. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's definitely nice to have. Because sometimes it's, you know, the people are actually confused at what they own, and sometimes they just intentionally want to stake claim to public land. Yeah. It also, any of those mapping apps really also help with getting turned around, you know, especially doing the drives and stuff that we do. If it's a new drive that you've never been on, you know, you get... You can get turned around. I remember as kids, you know, you get turned yeah. around. And you're like, where am I? Yeah. Or you come down out of the woods somewhere. And... Or even, uh, you know, since it's my first time down here at your hunt camp, Jason had me download the app. Showed me where I was going to sit so that when I went in the dark, I could that led me right to where I needed to yeah. go. Um, especially with unfamiliar territory. That also helps for me because I did get to drive today. Um, when I'm driving, if I get lost for whatever reason i can pull that up and it'll help me um, so that those apps are tremendous tremendously helpful yeah i know there's yeah i remember as kids that well didn't help either that the direction they would give us was like oh go over that third down tree turn right <laughs> yeah. drop down over that hill go up the other one and it's like i'm lost yeah, or you're gonna go out right. here a ways. Yeah, a ways. And, and you'll know go left. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You'll know when you get there. Yeah. Can't miss it. It's it's big woods down here. Yeah. If you get lost, you can be lost for a while. I yeah. know I got lost one time and it I was in the woods a good little while, finally started walking a power line to find a road and I came out way far away from where I started. Was that the one where the property owner came tearing out and was mm-hmm. really yep. not happy about you being there? Yep. I walked, you know, as soon as I realized I was lost, I unloaded my gun and, you know, I'm just trying to find my way out of the woods and found a power line and walked it and found a road. And as soon as I, you know hit the road the property owner you know it saw me and they came racing down the road and you know asked me what i'm doing and it's like i am terribly sorry but i am lost you know i have no clue where i'm at you know can you you know then they're saying where you you know where were you trying to go and you know then they were surprised because i was nowhere near there (laughs) Right, you are really lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I was I was fairly young at the time, and I got all turned around. Yeah, it it can be easy to do, you know. It's I mean, once you get the kind of 
once you learn the lay of the land, you know, it's the topography can help, but well, and it's when you get some of these little finger ravines yeah. and stuff, and it's a different ball game now with cell phones too, with maps. Yeah, it's a lot harder to get lost. Yeah, without a cell phone or a map of any type. I mean, I guess if you wanted to carry paper maps around, but it when you're just going off memory or what another guy is telling you of what this ravine or hollow or whatever you want to call it looks like, and you've never been in it, it's easy. Some of them are pretty big, and when you get down in them, you can get turned around pretty quick. Trying to go around some deadfall, and all of a sudden you're headed the wrong direction, and then... Every direction is uphill, so you don't know. Yeah. That's another thing down here with all the drives we did. You guys were kind of explaining how many trees are down. Yeah. More, more than more than normal, I guess, because yeah. I, I stepped over a million trees today just to keep walking. But Yeah, they had some... Like tornado I don't know if it was, type. yeah, if it was yeah. like confirmed tornado touchdowns or just really high winds this summer, but there are... A ton of trees that got blown over this year that have really changed the way the the woods look. I mean, we, there were some, big and I'm not, yeah, like some big trees got blown over down here. And so it, uh. Yeah, I mean, there's trees that they're blown over and the root ball is every bit 15 feet in the air. Yeah, I mean. They're big trees. Yeah. So it, that was, uh. You know, some of these walks that we've traditionally done for years, you know, you kind of had to reroute a little bit because it was like, I just can't get through there. There's a big giant tree right. there, I don't, you know. Right. Or there's an old four-wheeler path that has been kind of maintained or at least maintained enough to walk along, but now there's big giant trees across it. That causes you to kind of step off down into some different yeah. ravines, which, again, gets you missed misled pretty quick yeah not careful but that's part of it it's all part of hunting down here yeah so if we all sound <clears throat> tired and worn out it's because we're tired and worn out <laughs> we uh you know we work hard down here we have a lot of fun though and do it every year so anything else we want to we've been at this for a half hour and I don't think so. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> pretty so tired. Yeah. We're pushing eleven o'clock here, so it's well past bedtime. Time to get up at five and go home right. again. We'll yeah, five or whatever tomorrow again. Do it all over. Yep. All right. Well, good. thanks everybody for listening, and as always, subscribe to the show. That's how you get notified of new episodes. Follow us on Facebook at Ohio Huntsman and Instagram at Ohio Huntsman Podcast. Hopefully you're having a good gun season, having some luck, getting into some deer. Stay safe, and good luck.